Star Watch. Are you all right? Say, you're live? We put you to sleep yet, have we? I love these ladies back here on the right corner back here. They, they said, man, you're not going to go to sleep here. They're in the back, but they still stay awake. That's good. That's good. I appreciate it. Come on. Let's go with the message. Star Watch, a series on the stars. We did a message called Take Back the Zodiac. That was a crazy message. Amen. We're talking about the stars and the heavens and our Creator and our Lord because Satan's a thief. He'll steal everything from you. Stole our stars. Are you kidding me? Now people worship stars. Dumbest thing on the planet. Yes or no? Amen. We worship the Lord, but we don't give up on those stars, baby. Those are his stars. Amen. Come on. He knows every one of them by name. He created them. So we've got a lot of big messages on the sun and planets and all that. I want to do one more message in this series, and we've added this one to it. And let's go with the message. Creation or evolution? Creation or evolution? Let's talk about it this morning. You all right? Say Come on, let's just, let's just lay it out today and see what we can discover. Bottom line is, which one are you going to trust? And you might say, well, this is what I was taught. I was taught to believe this and that and the other and the Big Bang. and what. Well, listen, who are you going to trust? Just because you were taught something, you could have been taught wrong. And this is about growing and discipleship and learning what the Bible says. So we want to talk about it today. Let's look at it. Creation or evolution. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth. Ecclesiastes. Let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth. Walk in the ways of your heart, in the sight of your eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. Therefore remove sorrow from your heart. Put away evil from your flesh, for childhood and youth are vanity. Keep looking. Remember now the what? Remember now your what? Creator, the days of your youth. While the days are... While the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Remember your Creator. We want to talk about creation today or evolution. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit shall return unto the God who gave it. Amen? Keep just looking with me. So, why do I need to remember my Creator? We're just going to walk with it and see what we can see today. Three reasons I need to remember my Creator. Number one, because you're accountable to God. You're accountable to God, and you're going to stand before Him one day in the judgment. Next service, by the way, my message is on the judgment. Next message, totally different message, two judgments in the Bible. Judgment seat of Christ, the great white throne judgment. Why are they in the Bible? What are they? What's going to happen? Next hour, we're going to unpack it. We're going to talk about it in the next hour. Amen? You're going to be accountable to God. You're going to stand before God in judgment one day. Well, I didn't know any better. You do now. You're going to find out today. Amen? Say, come on. Number two, because it's going to help you, remember your Creator, it's going to help you establish right priorities when you remember the Lord. And number three, because it's going to help you do what? Fear God and keep His what? His commandments. And we're just, we're just going to roll a little bit. You need to remember your Creator early. Amen. And we need to teach our kids early that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Yes or no? Okay. We ship our kids off to school. They hear a philosophy, a teaching, a science. They tell them that's facts. What are we doing at the house? Say, amen? Remember early. And if you, if, you, if you didn't know this early and you're just learning now, we want you to get on board now. Know where you came from. Reminds me of Timothy. And we'll get where we're going. We're just having some scripture up here this morning a little early. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you, Timothy, it first went in your grandma, Lois, and your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded, Timothy, it's in you also. Amen. So Paul's calling this young man to, to faith and to standing for the Lord. Oh, Timothy, 
Keep that which is committed into your what? Trust. Avoid. Say this with me. Avoid profane and vain what? Babblings and oppositions of what? Falsely so. Things that people call science today are not science. It's some guy, we're going to see it a little bit, some guy made up something and we bought it hook, line, and sinker and we shove it down people's throats today. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? We're going to see it today. Don't run out on me yet. Give me a chance. Here we go. Which some professing, professing what? This craziness, have done what? They've erred concerning the what? The faith. And over the years I've watched it and I've read many books where... Because some guy says something, we Christians, we tuck tail and run, and we try to fit our beliefs over here into what this joker said over here instead of believing the Bible flat out. Did, y'all, did I lose you with what I just said? Say, I'm all for science, guys. But if science is wrong, I'm not going to bow down my scripture and my belief to this joker over here. Y'all hear me or not? Okay, we're going to see it today. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. You don't be, need to be a scientist to go outside tonight and go, man, I got a big God. Amen. Yes or no? Or go down to the ocean and just look this afternoon. Go look. Man, I've got a big God. Things that you can just use your eyeballs to see, man, and just use your brain. Why don't stars hit my house in the evening? How does gravity work? And am I staying on this planet and I ain't flying out and hitting somebody? Just start to let your brain work. These are invisible things. How do I breathe? Stuff I can't even see called air. How do I even know it's there? Where is it? And I'm breathing. I'm living. You can humble yourself if you want to and know the invisible things that there's a big God. Yes or no? Have I lost you again? Stay with me. The invisible things of him from the creation of the world, they're clearly seen being understood by the what? Things that are made. Even his eternal power. You can look at things. You can look at each other. You can look at trees. You can look at nature. And you can say, wow, you can understand there has to be a God. Y'all hearing me? Okay, don't go to sleep on me. So that you are without what? Say it with me. You're without what? Excuse. Keep looking. Because that, though, when they knew God, yeah, I know, I know, I know. When they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Though you see the stars, though you see the planets, though you see the trees, though you see the ocean, you see the intricacies of the human body. Listen, but we don't glorify God and we're not thankful. And so, therefore, we become vain in our what? Imaginations. And we start making up stuff and their foolish heart was what? Darkened, professing themselves. Oh, I know how we got here. To be wise, but you're really what? A fool. That's just what the Bible says. And guys, you can read till the cows come home. Let's do that cow again. Where'd he go? Let's see the cow again. You can read till the cows come home. One more time. They like the cow. Let's see the cow one more time. That's the cow coming. You can read till the cows come home. Do you believe? Listen. And further by these, my son, be admonished of making many books. There's no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. You can study, you can read. And I was talking to a pastor this week about a fellow. He just gets on the Internet. He just does this, that, and the other, and he reads till the cows comes home. <laughs> Causes more trouble to his church than he could, and, and, and it ain't even funny. Amen? Come on. How about stop doing all the craziness and do something for the Lord? Amen? Say. You can read, you can read. I'm all for reading. I want to learn. How about the Bible? How about Can you put the Bible in that, in that scenario? Can you read it? Say. Hide the Bible says... 
I'll hide God's word in my what? Heart that I might not what? The entrance of your word gives me light. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Come on. Your word is a what unto my feet? Lamp unto my feet is a what unto my path? A light unto my path. Now listen, reading the word is not going to be a weariness of the flesh, but reading all kinds of other stuff to try to figure out that God ain't there, you're killing yourself. Okay, let's keep looking. You cannot please God without believing God. Say that with me. You cannot please God without believing God. We've done it for years. Well, I'll go to church. Well, I'll give this. Well, whatever. I'll dress this way. I'll cut my hair this way. I'll wear this. I'll carry this kind of Bible. Listen, do you believe God or not? Say, you're going to please God by not all these things you're going to do, but do you believe him? That's what the Bible says. Without faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. One of my favorite verses, but faith, it, without faith, it's what? It's impossible to what? Please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. You've got to believe, man. You are. I see those stars. I see the ocean. I see everybody else. I see the trees. I'm breathing. You are. I don't maybe know you, but you are. I want to know you. Y'all hearing me? And so explaining him away, he doesn't exist, you came from a bunch of slime. It's not going to fly, guys. You know, you're not going to stand before him one day. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If you want to know God, you're going to find him. Come on, let's keep looking. So remember your creator. Remember your creator. Not who? Did the Bible say remember Darwin when you're young? Say. But that's what we do, don't we? Okay? We teach them. Hey, I love teachers. we got so many in this church. It's fantastic. I love our schools. But I sure ain't crazy about this philosophy. Amen? And this religion. Can't teach religion in school except this one. Darwinism. Amen? Creation or evolution. Which one are you going to trust? Here's atheism for people that are country. Okay? Y'all want some simplicity? Here it comes. The belief that there was nothing... And nothing happened to nothing. And then nothing magically exploded for no reason, creating everything. And then a bunch of everything magically rearranged itself for no reason whatsoever into self-replicating bits, which then turned into dinosaurs. And you call me crazy? It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? You call me crazy? I can't believe you go to that church and listen to that crazy man. I'll put me up against this. I'll put me up against that old joker right there. I'll tell you that right now. It drives me crazy. Keep looking. Hundreds of Christian churches across the nation every year, it's probably even thousands, celebrate Evolution Sunday. Every February the 12th to commemorate the birthday of Charles Darwin. Churches all over our nation. So what I'm talking about today is not crazy, guys. It's right here inside of us, I'm sure, as well. As far as we, we battle with evolution and creation. And, and, but wait a minute, science. You know, we don't want to be stupid. No, I love science. We talk about it all the time. But I'm not going to accept something that's crazy. Keep looking. During this celebration, all these churches, pastors and ministers, listen, they emphasize their view that one does not have to forsake being a Christian to accept science. I believe that. You do not have to uh, forsake being a Christian to accept science. 
Okay? But you don't have to accept something that's stupid. Okay? Keep looking. Evolution Sunday evolved out of the clergy letter project. So far, tens of thousands of ministers have signed on. My name ain't on it. And a scribe doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Okay? Tens of thousands of ministers have signed on and ascribed to the statement that evolution is a foundational scientific truth. It, that's a lie. And that to reject it is to deliberately embrace scientific ignorance. Well, then call me ignorant then, okay? But that's just another way. That's just another way of a pressure, peer pressure, trying to pressure us that we're stupid because we believe the Bible. Can we say we believe the Bible? Amen. Come on. Come on. Not stupid. Come on. Amen. I love, I love that. Good. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. I love that. Stand up, baby. Come on. Charles Darwin. Just going to read a little bit. Analogy would lead me to believe that all animals and plants are descended from a single prototype. All organisms start from a common origin and from some low and intermediate forms. That's where he and I separate right there. Oh, I believe we all come from some common origin. That's the Lord. He created us. Amen. Come on. In his image, in his likeness. But wait a minute. Excuse me. From some low and immediate, uh, intermediate forms. No. Both plants and animals. And look at these words right here. Look at it. What's that word? May have been developed. And so we buy this stuff. May, maybe, could have, whatever. And we make it science and we base our whole life on it. Dumbest thing on the planet. Keep looking. All organic things which have ever lived on the earth, say that word with me, may be, be descended from one primordial form. Boy, they don't tell us about the may part, do they? Or the may be. It's like, it's like fact. This is the way it happened. This is how you got here. Y'all right or not? Am I driving you up the wall? Come on. Creation or evolution. Which one are you going to trust? God's Bible. So which one are you going to trust? God's Bible, it is written, or Darwin's evolution, it is written, rewritten, rewritten, and rewritten, and rewritten. What he espoused, I'll tell you, back in the day they've had to recant, they've had to do this, they've had to change it, they've had to do this, but that's not what we do with God's Word. Y'all hear me yes or no? Verse 1 is still verse 1. If you know verse 1 of the Bible, see if you know it. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the... Just for crazy, crazy people like me, God says, mm, we're going to put it right in the beginning. Amen. Come on, it ain't been rewritten. Now, there's people that try to have other beliefs that rewrite the Bible. But the Bible is the Word of God. So who are you going to trust? God's Bible. Jesus said, talking... To the devil, he answered and said, it is written, say it with me, man shall not live by bread alone, help me now, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So what are you going to believe? You're going to believe the Bible or you're going to believe Darwin's evolution? Evolution requires faith, guys, for you to believe that something blew up and made cells and what have you. And they all organized and started forming and then slime and it started crawling and it became something. That takes a lot of faith. Yes or no? Say. That's a lot of faith right there. You mean something blew up? If you heard that. I heard there was an explosion down in Fort Myers. Yeah, I did too. And I heard down there when it exploded, you know, 19747s were formed. 
It did. Yeah, I believe that too. I mean, you've got to believe this crazy stuff. Did I lose you or not? Sorry, that won't end the message, but here we go. Evolution requires faith, and the facts have what? Guys, they failed. This was back in the late 1800s. The facts have failed. Oh, I believe science, all right. I believe that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made like the Bible says. And now guess what? I guess I am. I have my own unique DNA. People now that when we've got some DNA evidence, boom, that's all we need. You're locked up, baby. You're done because we know it was you. Amen? We've said it before. Now with credit cards, you know, obviously fingerprinting for years. Now the retina in our eye, that's our own. It's, we're individual right there. I think it was Isaac Newton says, all I need is the thumbprint to convince me that I'm created by God. That's all I needed was the thumbprint. This is a great scientist. But we believe this joker. Creation requires faith. But the difference between creation and evolution is the facts fit perfectly. The facts, now you don't have to believe it, but the facts fit perfectly. You were made in the image of God. Now, you can say, well, I don't believe that. Well, you can say you don't believe it, but it fits perfectly. You're, individual, you're, an ind- you're individually created. It, it, it fits perfectly that God created the stars and he hung the stars and he, the planets. It, it fits perfectly. Now, you don't have to believe it, but it fits perfectly. Okay? Yeah, but I don't believe that. Well, you cannot believe it if you want to, but it fits perfectly. Okay? If you believe that God spoke into existence this planet and this, in this world... And he created things called gravity. And we saw in last message how, how that little golf ball, Earth. How many still got your golf ball? Got your golf ball? There you go. There you go. That little golf ball. It's so tiny compared to everything else out there. Remember that one star that was as big as Mount Everest compared to Earth the size of a golf ball? And God created all of this. And all of this sort of works together to sustain this. And you ain't on that Mount Everest star, but you own What? You owned a little golf ball. And where did Jesus go? Did he go to that Mount Everest start? No, no. He came to where? That little golf ball. And he lived and he gave his life so that you on that little golf ball could have everlasting life. Might sound kooky, but it fits, baby. It fits, don't it? Can we thank the Lord? Come on. I love that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let me ask you, doesn't it feel great to know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made? Does it feel wonderful to know that you matter? Say, I matter. I have value. Boy, to say that, well, that just didn't line up with evolution. You know, you really don't matter. You're just somewhere along this chain and you're waiting to get eat up somewhere. I don't know. But God doesn't say that in his word. Also called human evolutionary process fossils that have been found are one of three things. Say this with me one more time. Wow, back at it, please, please one more time. Also called human evolutionary process fossils that have been found are one of three things. Here they are. Number one, they found something. Look, we found something. Yeah, you found a man. Found a skull, found a bone. Yeah, you found a man's head. You found a man's bone. It's one of three things. Number two, it's a, you found an ape. Great, you found a monkey bone. This is the truth, guys. It's one of three things. You found a man. You found a ape. And number three, or it's a fake. 
talked to uh, Julie this morning. Piltdown man. You can see her after the service. I'm sure she'll click that little button and send you all those facts right up here. Julie that teaches the uh, violinist. Amen? That's the truth. Man, ape, or fake. Say that with me. Man, ape, or fake. And yet we teach everybody this stuff. And what we found, these fossils are man. It's a man. Or it's, and you see the paper every once in a while, don't you? I saw it last year. There's something in the paper. Oh, 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 oh. And they found something. And it's like a little something. convincing us this evolution. Ooh, we found the latest, the latest, and so they get their Nobel Peace Prize or whatever they're getting. Come on. It's a man, it's an ape, it's a fake. That ain't hard to understand. Y'all with me or not? Come on, keep looking. Now, guys, this is me talking. This is my message. You can be mad at me if you want to or watching on the Internet or on the radio, but I'm not trying to make you mad. But I'm going to stand for the Lord. I'm going to stand for His Word because I believe it and it's right. But here we go. I'm reading in my office this week. One of the dumbest statements I've ever read. Don't you want to know what it is? I've read a lot of dumb things, okay? One of the dumbest statements I've ever read in my life. Now, hang in here with me. This is science. Here we go. From the war of nature, from famine and death, the production of the higher animals directly follows. Now, if you're not careful, you can say, yes, yes, that's very scientific, yes, yes, very nice, yes. But now let's slow down, talk like country people. Here we go. From the war of nature, so nature's warring. <laughs> War going on. From famine and death, starvation, people killing you, dying. <laughs> the production of higher animals follows. Boy, that don't happen at my house. Let's keep looking. How can we learn? Who, oh, who said that? This guy. 1872. One of the dumbest statements I've ever read in my life. How dumb is it? Push me. Push me. Oh, can we go ahead and bury this man? I'm serious. I'm serious. We're, we're in this country and the culture and the world we live in. Boy, things are progressing. We've got this new technology. We've learned this. We've learned that. But we still stay back in the 1800s with this joker. Regardless of the facts of DNA or whatever we've talked about or the things that we've discovered, we still won't believe in God. And we stay back here. Did I lose you or not? That's his grave, by the way. Buried at Westminster Abbey. And when I was there, I stood on it. I did. And I went, that survival thing didn't work out too good. I did. I stood on it. I stood right on his grave, not to be ugly. I mean, he's dead, but I stood right there on that grave and said, the Lord lives. And you're dead. His word is true. And what you taught corrupted so many people. Okay? Satan's a liar and a thief, and he's stolen creation from us. Keep looking. So, let's talk about that statement. So, nature warring, famine and death produces what? It just is the dumbest thing. Listen, through fighting and killing of animals, through famine and starvation, and through massive death comes what? Tell Sally Struthers that. 
raising money for the children, you know, that are starving to death in these countries of warring and fighting. Where are those higher life forms coming from, ma'am, say? All I know is when you get fighting and killing and death and starvation, you get a horror story. You don't get, oh, look at us, happily ever after. Y'all listening to me or not? It just doesn't work. It's stupid. Did you see that or not? For example, here we go. So if I take something, if I take something, let's use this. I'm just taking it to country talk. This is Rockingham now coming on me. So if I take something and I beat it up, I got me something, it's alive. I beat it up, pam, 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 and then I starve it. You starve it. Put him in a cage. Starve it. Kill it. You dead. Next day I got whoop. Look at that. It's like me taking a chicken. Excuse me. I didn't think I was going to say this. It'd be like me taking a chicken, beating this chicken upside the head. Bat, 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 beat the chicken upside the head. Bang it on the floor. Excuse me. My daughter says I shouldn't say these things. She's right. I'm sorry. She can preach later. Here we go. Beat the chicken up. Then I say, poor little chicken, I'm going to starve you to death. I starved the chicken. And Shazam, I got a bald eagle. God bless America. How does this happen? Do you see? It just doesn't work like that. Are you all right or not? Is that the dumbest statement say? If somebody beats you up, starves you to death, you're not going to say, oh, look, look, look. It's crazy, but that's what we believe. Keep looking. Wow. It's a crazy message, isn't it? How many can't believe you? Oh, and my, there's the scientist back there. Oh, no. Why are y'all here today? Are y'all right so far? You're okay? Where are you from originally, ma'am? Virginia. Okay, so she's all right. And you, Charles, where are you from? You're from Oklahoma, but you did live in Tennessee for a while. So how long were you there? So at least you understand the language. <laughs> it's hard to preach science when you look out there and there's scientists in the audience. Amen? But they, they're clapping, though. They're agreeing with me so far. Amen? It ain't exactly high-shelf learning today, though. Amen. Come on. Here we go. Come on. Why do I believe God is our creator? Number one, because God's Word says so. How do I know? How do I? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I need help. I grew up sinful, lost. I don't know nothing. You're going to learn something from something. So I'm either going to accept this Darwin stuff. Or I'm going to look at God's Word and see what God's Word says. Well, God's Word's clear on it. God said, I created. Let's say the first verse in the Bible again. In the beginning, God created the and the earth. And it keeps going. And the earth was without form and void. And so that's where we package everything. We say, yeah, but it was like, and this is where everything happened. It's like God lost control. I was really good here, but then all of a sudden, whammo. It doesn't work that way. Aren't you glad you don't got a God like that, but a God who cares, a God who's involved in your life, a God who you can pray to? Yes or no? God that holds things together, that he's not sleeping at the wheel. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth, and the Spirit of God moved. There's God. Look at him moving upon the face of the deep. And God said, say it with me, let there be. Where would light come from? Well, according to the Bible, God created it. And there was what? That's what I'm saying. The facts fit. Now, you don't have to accept by faith this is the way it is. You can accept by faith that that. Things were fighting and beating each other up, and then they starved to death, and out of that came life. You can accept that as your faith, or you can accept this as your faith. I choose to accept this as my faith. 
And this, the facts don't fit. Over here, the facts fit. And God saw the light that it was what? You ever got up in the morning and said, that's good out there. Did you get You see the sunrising? How many of you have ever said, that's a beautiful sunrise? You ever said that? You're, you're like God. That's what God said. Have you ever seen the sun set? That's beautiful. Have you ever said that? Let's, come on. Let's just, okay. Have you ever looked up at the moon or the stars and said, well, that's fantastic. That's good. You ever said, well, see, that's what God said. Facts fit. Got it? And God saw the light that it was good. He divided the light from the darkness. Let me ask you a question. Is light divided from darkness? Is there part of the day that's light and part of the day that's dark? Facts fit. See that one of mine? You're just stupid. You believe the Bible. No, you're not stupid. That's what we've been told. That's how we're dumbed down. That's how we're made to go to the corner and shut up. You ought to stand on the Bible. Believe the Word. You don't have to get in people's face and fight and fight. No, that's fine. Be kind and loving. But at the end of the day, if you don't believe God, you can't please God. And if you don't believe God, you can't be saved. You can't be saved. He didn't say you're getting saved by your money. He didn't say you're getting saved by going to church. You're getting saved by believing in my son Jesus. How are you going to believe? Yeah, come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Listen. How are you going to believe in my son when you don't even believe the first word I put in the book? Oh, but I believe in Jesus. You don't even believe the first word in the book. That's crazy. Are y'all hearing me? If you tell me how much you believe in me, but right out, of, right out of the gate, you're telling me, you don't like me, you don't well, I'm going to go, whoa, you have a strange way of showing it. Amen. Come on, keep looking. God called the light day. The darkness he called night. Let's do a quick test. Do we call the day, day? Facts fit. Do we call night, night? Facts fit. Even little facts like that are important, aren't they? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he said this was, this, was before, this was long before Darwin ever came along. God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Is man like anything else? Nothing on this earth. You can't find man is like any other creature. Well, the closest thing I guess they can find is like an ape or a monkey. And I don't deny. I'm sure I look like some ape somewhere on the planet. I'll put it on me. That's okay. It's all right. Just because something might look like something don't mean that is something. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on, guys. We're made in, in God's image. In God's life. Why is it that, that the monkeys didn't create a computer? Why, did, what is it, why is it that, that Edison and Ford weren't monkeys? They were men. With brains and knowledge. And they created things because we're made in the image of who? I know this is a simple message. I'm trying to keep it simple so we won't get too confused. Yeah, and there's no, there's no, we don't see a half monkey, half man somewhere. You see what I'm saying? At school, you don't see half little monkeys. You see what I'm saying? Y'all with me or not? I know some of us were wild kids, right? We were. But I'm saying that this, this all fits. I've got to stay with my message. I'm going to get off sideways. And God said, let us make man our image after our likeness. Let them have what? Did anybody go fishing this week? In the audience. Anybody go fishing this week? Did you catch anything? You had a little dominion? Good for you. Here we go. Here we go. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle. 
How many had a steak this week or some beef this week? Can I see your hand? You had a little steak this week? How about a little chicken this week? You had a little chicken this week? You're having some dominion. You're not evil. You're not evil. That's not evil. Y'all hear me. If you want to just eat vegetables, that's fine. Have at it. But don't call everybody else evil. Yes or no? You're having dominion. The facts fit. Yes or no? Okay. This is an elementary message, isn't it? Over the fowl, the air, over the cattle, over the, th- over the earth, everything that creeps upon the earth. How many had a bug in your house? You killed a bug this week. One bug. You killed a bug. I killed a bug this week. Had some dominion this week. Facts fit. Yes or no? Okay. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Wait a minute. Male and what? Male and what? Male and what? Facts fit. How many males in the room? Can I see your hand? How many females in the room? Facts fit. Amen? Y'all listening or not? Now, I'm not denying. I'm going to say something. I don't mean to be you know, crazy here, but I'm not denying that sometimes we don't struggle with masculinity and femininity. It's a real struggle sometimes, and it is a real issue that many people face. But the facts fit. Babies are still being born. It's a boy! Or, it's a girl! Is that correct? The facts fit. Y'all listen to me. The facts fit. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just trying to say, guys, believe your Bible. Accept the Scriptures. Believe. Put your faith in God. Amen. Keep looking. For thou hast possessed my reins. You covered me in my mother's what? Womb. I will praise you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows right well. When I'm in my right mind, I'm going to tell you something right now. I know I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. It's only when Satan's attacking me and I'm thinking otherwise. Amen. Come on. Why do I believe God's our creator? Number two, because God's word offers no other explanation, period. There's no other explanation, period. If you want to believe in something else, you're going to have to put it between verse 1 and verse 2. It's some kind of like whatever. Yeah, but it won't be in the Bible. God never, God never says, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't create. I take that back. I didn't do that. Never says that. Doesn't give you another view. There is no other view. God's narrow-minded. Well, God is truth. God cannot lie. Why would he make up a lie to please you? Yes or no? Say. He cannot lie. He's telling you the truth. Why is God lying? What does God got to prove to lie to us? Say. Yes or no? He didn't really create. He's just lying. Puts in the book. Just lying. Of course, we say, well, no, not God's not lying. It's men that's lying that wrote the book. See, guys, it's a matter of faith. Do you believe the book or don't you? Yes or no? Come on. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Speaking of Jesus, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, Jesus, and without Him was not anything made that was what? Anything that's ever made. Now, we can take something, and we can make other stuff from something. But you've got to have the something to start with. Yes or no? How many made something this week? Can I see your hand? You made anything. I mean, you cooked. You made something this week. You made something. Did you have something that you made it from? Can I see your hand? Or did, you just, did anybody make something from nothing this week? You just spun it out of thin air. Here's some air. I got some air, and I made something. Everything that is, God what? Made. And if you make something, you made it from something God made. 
Hello. Facts fit. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. Now, here's the interesting thing about the Bible. When I was a kid in school, I was pretty smart, okay? And I was also uh, sneaky, conniving. How? Yeah, yeah, not me. No, not you, not you. How many ever did this? You had a book report. Be honest. You're in church. You're going to get struck. You had a book report. You read right at the beginning of the book. Maybe the forward. And then you go where? To the end. You find out how it ends. And then you put your book report together. How many ever did that? Let me see your hands. Almost all men. A few women. We were playing sports, weren't we? Anyway. You know how God wrote the Bible? I know. I see you flashing light. I'm good. Here we go. Here, I'm almost, almost done. This is funny. You know how God wrote the Bible? He wrote it for crazy people like me. You're not ever going to stand before God and say, Well, I don't understand. I never knew where that was in the Bible, that creation part. Uh, you ever didn't know somebody's name and it was Smith? Or Jones. Why oh, I forgot your name? What's your name? Jones. That's the way it is with God. You're going to get before God one day, and you're going to make an excuse, or people are going to make an excuse. I don't know where that was. I didn't know where was it. I don't want to see that part. Verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But he made it for crazy people like me. So if you go all the way to the end of the Bible, way over here, and you open up the end of the Bible, Revelation. 22, last chapter in the Bible. Last verses in the whole book. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of this prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add all the plagues that's written in this book to him. How's that book report going? Yes or no? If you're writing a book report, what's it going to look like? It's going to look like God created everything that is, period. That's how I'm ending the report. Amen? Come on. Because when you read that last part, if you start saying, I evolved, I did this, anything that you do to take away faith from God and you're, you don't believe in God, you're going to stand in judgment for that. Amen? And all the plagues in the Bible cannot even begin to compare with what hell is like. That's tough, isn't it? Next message, two judgments. There's two of them. We're going to talk about it. It's coming up in the next hour. Amen. Keep looking. What else, Rod? Oh, and if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take his part out of the what? Book of what? Life. And out of the holy city. And from the things which are written in this book. Did I lose you all in that simple analogy of a book report or not? Did you get it? So if you read the beginning and you read the end, you can't be too confused on this issue. Yes or no? Okay. Why do I believe God is creator? Because evolution doesn't make sense, guys. It doesn't make sense to me. I gave you the cornerstone of evolution. That, that what we put on the screen is the cornerstone of evolution. The part that I says I ain't read nothing so dumb as this, that's the cornerstone of evolution. 
that all this fighting and famine led to higher life forms. And death led to... It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. If you believe that, would you say that with me? It doesn't make sense. And you know, I think a lot of Christian folks and a lot of Christian teaching we do today doesn't make sense in the church, to be honest. I turn on Christian TV and it's kooky. Did you know God's not kooky? Can you say that? God's not. We're kooky. We come up with crazy ideas. The church comes up with crazy stuff. I've always thought God makes sense. Can you say that with me? God makes sense. And you know when the Bible says something, when the Bible makes sense, seek no other sense. We learned that in Bible school or somewhere along the way, didn't we, preachers? When God's Word makes sense, instead of arguing with it or trying to make it rubber stamp your life by changing it somehow, if God's Word makes sense, seek no other. One more time. If God's Word makes sense, seek no other. Does that make sense? Does it make sense that God created everything that is? Then seek no other sense. Doesn't mean you're stupid. Doesn't mean that you don't love science or love scientists. But since when do I got to believe in some kooky theory? Say, I'm going to stay with what makes sense. And the facts fit. Amen? There are only two possibilities as to how life arose. One is spontaneous generation. Aren't you, we're going to end with this quote, Rog, and we're done. We're done with this quote. Is that okay, buddy? There are only two possibilities. That's how life arose. One is spontaneous generation arising to evolution. The other is supernatural creation by God. There is no third possibility. Did you hear that? There's only two choices here. Spontaneous generation. Life arose from non-living matter. But when we we dissected a little bit, you know, famine, death, fighting, war. There you go. That's what number one is. Spontaneous spontaneous generation was scientifically disproved over 120 years ago by Louis Pasteur. Have you ever heard of Louis Pasteur? You ever heard of him? Yeah. Here we go. And others. That leaves us with only one possible conclusion. That life arose as a supernatural creative act of God. That you're left with one. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you applauding? Dr. George Wald, Harvard University, 1971 Nobel, Nobel Prize winner. That's who you're applauding. But wait a minute. He's not done. He's not done. Keep looking. I will not accept that philosophically because I do not want to believe in God. Therefore, I choose to believe in that which I know is scientifically impossible. Spontaneous generation arising to evolution. It reminds me of this verse. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. Say that with me. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. That's one that I cannot. Every time I read this quote, it just reminds me of that. Come on. Crazy. Creation or evolution. Which one are you going to trust? Roger, is there another slide you just want me to look at? How far is the little monkey away? Come on, find him. It's one of my favorite slides on the planet. Come on. Come on, where's he at, Raj? Now, I believe in variety in species. Okay? Amen, don't you? 
Now, guys, I can't explain how all the different varieties happen other than to say God created it and God did it. Amen, yes or no? Okay, and I put my faith in him. I'm not going to undercut him. Okay, so I believe, listen, there is variety in species, but I know this one thing right here, one of my favorite slides. You cannot turn an orange into an orangutan. Here's what will happen. Go ahead. You cannot do this. You cannot do this. Come on, let's do it again. You cannot do this. You got your orange. You take your orange. You take your orange. You beat up your orange. You beat your orange up. You beat the orange up. You take your orange. You cut off, you cut off its fertilizer. You kill an orange. Orange is dying. Boom! Orange is almost dead. You come out the next morning. Boom! An orangutan. Listen. No, listen. Okay, you cannot do this. Are you all right? Let's praise the Lord for the word today. I got to quit. Amen. Boom. Amen. Amen.